الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وإذا دخلتم بيوتا فسلموا على أنفسكم تحية من عند الله مباركة طيبة وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما نحل والد ولدا من نحل أفضل من أدب حسن أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسسبتب علماء كرام رجل جنهل دلس When a person is born, when the child is born The child is born with needs. Every person comes from this world already with needs. The immediate needs of the child and that human being that is coming to this dunya, already that human being and that child needs mat'am and mashrab, food and drink, which at that stage is the milk that the child is fed that serves as the nourishment of the child so that's the first need already the child has then together with that in the same moment the child needs malbas the child needs clothing and together with that there's a need for maskan maskan a home shelter and then as the child grows up someday then the child will need mankah, would need to get married. So these are the basic needs that this insan has. So right at the beginning of time, as soon as this child is coming to this dunya, among the very essential needs that this child has, one is maskan. Now the word maskan in Arabic is translated as home. A shelter, home. It comes from the word sukoon. Maskan comes from sukoon. And this is the discussion that we have today is that how to make this home a place of sukoon. Because what is required is that a home should be a home. You've heard the statement for example, home sweet home. But no matter whether it's a palace also, you haven't heard house sweet house. Maybe somebody describes it as a nice house, big house, a very comfortable house a very luxurious house but a home a home doesn't depend on size it can be a very very big palatial home and it can be a hut that can be a home it can be something with all the amenities and all the luxuries and all the gadgets and whatever else and it can be something that's bare but if it has sukoon in it it will be a home it will also be home sweet home and billions of people are having, living their lives in very simple dwellings and alhamdulillah they have sukun in it. And sometimes a person might have everything that money can buy, but he's looking for some escape from that environment. He wants to be somewhere else, he's trying to find some escape out of his home. So if there's a need for an escape, one is that a person for whatever reason has to now sometimes go out oh once in a while he went out somewhere but he didn't need to escape out of their environments 
If there was a need to escape, then something is desperately wrong. Then that place is a house, not a home. So now the issue is that how will this house become a home? Because a house, a house is what is the building blocks of that house, the bricks, the mortar, all the various things in that home that makes in, in that structure. The structure is what makes the house. But the home is made up by people within it. The home is made up by those who inhabit the house. That is what will make it a home. How they go about their life in that house. How they interact with one another. What kind of environment has been created in that house. That now transforms that house into a home. Regardless of what its size might be. Regardless of what comforts and luxuries and amenities may be there or not there. So this is the very big question of how does this house become a home. So any place that is dark is uncomfortable. No matter what might be there, but it's comfortable. And even if it might be a very simple place, but there's light, a person naturally feels comfortable in light. Now one is the physical light and physical darkness, or the darkness that we can perceive with our eyes, the light that we can perceive with our eyes. Similarly, there is a different type of darkness. A darkness that comes as a result of the wrong manner of living, where there is constant bickering, quarreling, there is kind of humiliating one another, demeaning one another, all kinds of conduct that is against the way that Rasulullah was taught, that creates a darkness. And despite the brightest light, suppose you can have the place lit as best as you can, but despite the brightest light, there will be a sense of darkness. There will be a sense of discomfort. And that is when the person will want to be escaping out of his environment. So what is going to dispel this darkness? This kind of darkness is dispelled with that which Rasulullah has given. His Mubarak way of life. That Mubarak way of life which has given us the light for every facet of life. Whether it is a person's personal life, whether it is his home, how to make that house into a home, whether it is his business, and then obviously how to conduct himself in terms of his ibadat, and how to make the 24 hours of his life ibadat, how to connect himself with Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. So every facet of life Rasulullah has given us that pattern, that example, that is full of light, that is no. And the Qur'an Sharif, this is the guidance that Rasulullah has given to the Ummah. This Qur'an Sharif is entirely Noor. And this is the Qur'an Sharif that Rasulullah implemented as an example in his own life and passed on to us. So this is the Noor of Deen, of the Qur'an Sharif, of the Sunnah of Rasulullah To the extent that this is switched on in every home, to that extent there will be this light. And to the extent that there is this light, the darkness is gone. And to the extent that there is light, there is comfort. And when there is darkness, there is discomfort. So now the issue is how to bring this light on. What is the thing that is going to bring this light on? So in principle we mentioned bringing alive the way of life of Rasulullah But there are some very simple aspects. Very very simple aspects. If you bring these few simple aspects alive, 
then inshallah already this house will become a home. And this place will become a place of sukoon. It will become a maskan. It won't just be a structure. It will be a place where the heart, the heart is. You haven't heard yet, this house is where the heart is. Home is where the heart is. But the heart feels comfortable in that environment. The heart is at peace. So now it has to be transformed into a home. And being transforming into a home requires bringing alive the entire deen, bringing alive the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Now among that some simple aspects, very very simple, very essential, very simple, very basic. Doesn't take any huge effort. But the benefit is tremendous. So among those, in the limited time that we have, we will just try to touch on some of these things. There is no time to get into any details. But these are things that, that we can very easily implement. doesn't require any additional effort. Very simple, very easy to implement. When a person comes home, so this is the first thing, when he comes home, how does he come home? Now one way of coming home is, that a person comes home, he comes home already blaring the hooter into the yard. So already everybody is at super alert. And they don't know now what level of... Uh, Hostility you might have to meet. So that's one way of coming in, coming in, barging into the home, coming maybe banging the door open, and maybe how the person growls in and comes in. That's one way of coming into the home. Inshallah, none of us do that. The other way of coming into the home is how Rasulullah taught. The first step of coming into the home is coming into the home cheerfully. Regardless of what might have been the day outside. It is not fair in the people of the home that a person brings the frustrations that he experienced outside and comes and dumps it on those inside. What's outside is outside. What happened outside, what happened at work, might have been a hard day, somebody might have given you a very difficult time, the boss might have been very hard that day, or the customer might have really given you a tough time, or one deal might have fallen down. Whatever the case might be, all that happened outside. That is not meant to be brought and dumped inside. Before a person enters the home, he must shed all that behind. He'll attend to that when he gets back outside. Inside the home, he enters cheerfully. So the Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala anha was asked regarding Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that he was like any other person. Meaning he, he didn't conduct himself in some different manner. He conducted himself like an ordinary human being, despite being the greatest of Allah ta'ala's creation. But he humbled himself. And then in particular she mentions, Illa annahu kana dhahakan basaman. He was always very cheerful, always smiling. Now this entry into the home is going to set the tone for how the next part of this time inside the home is going to conduct, be conducted. What is going to be the nature of this time? This is going to set the tone. So now the person entered his home cheerfully and in a nice way he entered the home already is going to create some kind of cheer within the people inside. Now sometimes the person's complaint is that I have to brace myself for what I am going to meet. So I don't know what's waiting for me, whether it is, I don't know whether, what caliber of firepower is going to meet me as I enter. But the issue is, have we responded, we responded in a way that Rasulullah has thought. Yes, the first time you got that, whatever came flying at you, one time, two times, five times, but each time you responded in the way that Nabi Salaam was taught, it is impossible that that conduct can continue. 
It is impossible that you carried on pouring water over fire and the fire is still going to burn. When you pour this water of the Sunnah of Rasulullah over the fire of the ill conduct, one time, two times, by the third time, by the fourth time, that too is going to be now come water. And the coolness of water is going to be then experienced from both ends. So the issue is to bring alive the Sunnah. This is the light. When this light will come on, the darkness will disappear. The first thing is entering cheerfully, then entering with salam. The salam, in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala has mentioned the salam. Can you imagine, the Quran Sharif is a concise book of principles. With all the details in the ahadith. The Quran Sharif is a very concise book. Very, very concise with the principles. The usul. And all the explanation Rasulullah gave to the extent that how many rakat in Jummah Salah you won't find the detail in the Quran Sharif. You'll find Jummah Salah in the Quran Sharif. But you won't find the detail of how many rakat in Jummah Salah. You'll find the detail in the hadith of Rasulullah. Therefore, the hadith can never be separated from the Quran Sharif. This is the explanation of the Quran Sharif. But the Quran Sharif gives this detail. When you enter your home, make salam. Can you imagine? What highlights the Quran Sharif is giving to this aspect? And obviously, already we spoke about coming in cheerfully. This is how Rasulullah always was. So making the salam cheerfully. Now we're talking about this home, this house becoming a home. A home is where there's barakat. When there's barakat, there's barakat in the home. That barakat brings happiness. Rasulullah said to Anas who was his khadim, his special attendant, very close to him. And he addressed him with such love, Ya Bunay, oh my beloved son. When you enter your home, enter with salam. Takunu barakatan alayka wa ala ahlik, wa ala ahli baytik. The salam will be a means of barakat for you and for the people of your household. Now we want the barakat, this is the starting point, entering the home. How does a person enter his home? He enters cheerfully, smilingly. He enters with salam. Allah Ta'ala is saying, Tahiyyatan min indillah, mubarakatan tayyib. This is a tahiyya, it is a greeting that Allah Ta'ala has blessed you. And it is filled with barakat. It's a pure greeting. And Nabi Islam says, Allah Ta'ala, enter with salam, it will be a source of barakat for you, for your family people. So entering with salam, cheerfully. Then together with that, now that the person has entered his home, there are so many other things, but now the time is already ticking away. How does he conduct himself within his home? Now generally, among the first things that will happen after a person comes home, uh, he'll want to eat. He had a long day, he's come home at the end of the day, so now he eats. One of the things that has become part of so-called modern life, because we're borrowing everything from the West. And the so-called Western lifestyle now has become our way. Illa mashallah, Allah Ta'ala protect us. So one of the things is everybody has now got their own time to eat. Parents might eat in their own time, the children each one is eating in their own time. Forget parents sometimes, the spouses each one got their own time. Once some sahaba came, somebody came to Rasulullah and said that we often are eating but don't seem to get satisfied. Nabi Islam asked the question, La'allakum tafsariqoon. Perhaps everybody is eating separately in their own time. He said, yes, that's what's happening. Nabi Islam said, Ittami'u ala ta'amikum. Eat together. Eat as one family. This is what's going to create that Muhammad. 
And this is a very important part of the family time where there should be no discussion of anything negative. Yes, there's some very serious matters, some very important things, but nothing negative. This is a time when it must be a very, very light atmosphere, very happy moment, where everybody is looking forward to this moment in time, where the family sits together and shares a meal together. So this very important aspect Rasulullah said, لَعَلَّكُمْ إِجْتَمِعُوا عَلَىٰ تَعَامِكُمْ Eat together. وَاذْكُرُ اسْمَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ Take the name of Allah Ta'ala before you eat. يُبَارَكْ لَكُمْ فِي You will be granted barakah there. So this is the very important aspect that now when a person is going to be coming home, he entered the home cheerfully, he made salam, he made the dua upon entering the home. This is also a very important thing. The dua before entering, taking the name of Allah Ta'ala. In the hadith sharif it comes. This is related to eating as well. The same hadith has both aspects. When a person enters his home, and he enters with the name of Allah Ta'ala, Bismillah. He says, Bismillah, recite the dua. Allahumma inya saluka khair al-mawlad, wa khair al-makhraj. Bismillahi wa lajna, wa bismillahi kharajna. Wa ala Allahi rabbina tawakkalna. Take the name of Allah Ta'ala. The shayateen call upon one another. You have no place in this home. Because this person did Bismillah, it is the name of Allah Ta'ala. You are now barred from entering this home. That's an extremely important thing that keep our greatest enemy out of the home. Keep the enemy shaitan who keeps making inciting trouble. Keep him outside. How? By reciting Bismillah, taking the name of Allah Ta'ala before opening the door, before closing the door. Then a person sits down to eat. Nabi Islam says he takes the name of Allah Ta'ala before eating. The shaitan say you don't even have any meal here also. There's no way you're going to share this meal. And if a person fails to take the name of Allah Ta'ala, the shayatim call upon one another. You can come and share this with me. Come, you got something to eat here. So now when shaitan has been invited right inside the home, it's obvious what he's going to incite, what trouble he's going to make. So now sitting together as a family, reciting Bismillah, reciting the du'as before eating, then part of this should be a time of sharing. One is in the whole family, mashallah, each other, one utensil, excellent, all the best. Otherwise, at least the spouses share one utensil. Rasulullah used to share the same utensils with Sayyidah Aisha And he used to make this a moment of bonding. We think these things are just something that probably is to be found in the romantic uh, literature of the West. That's all filthy is there. We should look into the Hadith Sharif, what Rasulullah taught us. By his actions, what he taught us. As Aisha said that when I would take a bite from a mosque, for example, something and kept it down. Maybe Islam would pick it up and eat out of the same portion that I ate out of. If I drank out of the utensil, he'll turn it around and he will drink from the same spot that I drank. What, what is this? This is creating the mahabba, creating the bond. This is the way that a person should be conducting himself within his home. In this pure manner. Not in the lifestyle of the West which makes a big pretense of some kind of great bonding. But the hearts are worlds apart. No, unite ourselves with the sunnah of Rasulullah So this eating, can we imagine this one, one, man, one aspect of life, eating, if this is conducted in the sunnah manner, this alone, how much muhabba it will say? How much of unity it will say? So, eating in the sunnah manner, sharing, complimenting. Nabi Islam, this was part of his manner, that he would give some compliment. He, would, he was once invited somewhere, they presented something. Nabi Islam said, They presented some meat simply prepared. 
to please the heart, to compliment them. It seemed like these people knew we liked meat. Whereas Rasulullah would eat very little. But he passed some compliment to please the heart of those who have taken the effort to prepare this meal, to present it. Now those who do it once in a while for us, we'll do that for them as well. What about those who do it every day for us? They get no compliment, things just pass by, like nothing happened, we didn't notice. How is that going to engender muhabba? How is that going to make this house into a home? That home is where the heart is. That home is where these compliments are. Where there is this kind of good pleasantries that are taking place. Then together with that, there is this aspect about helping in that home. The time is already run out, but just to touch on these two things. Rasulullah let me just mention regarding him. This is part of the general conduct. In that home now, what is very important is family time. Family time, our understanding of family time unfortunately has become the western understanding. And what is called so called quality time, quality time, the whole family is sitting and watching movies together now. That is the family time of Shaitan. The family time that Deen has taught us is number one, this time that people have together in the home. Rasulullah there was nobody more busy than him in dunya. Because he had the, 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 the work of the entire ummah on his mind. There was nobody more concerned than him. Perpetually in worry and concern. We got our terminology for ourselves. I'm very stressed out. I had a very long day. But there couldn't have been anybody more concerned than Rasulullah which is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif. Yet at home, at home he has what is titled as the chapter of Maja'afi Maja'afi Rasulullah summer. He had time to sit with his wife and talk to them. With his family members and discuss with them. There would be light-hearted discussion as well. There would be sometimes some incident he would mention to them. Those incidents would have a very good moral as well. There was time to impart ta'aleem. So the ta'aleem in the home. There was time for tilawat, ibadat, zikr. There should be the six time daily. When the family gets together, there's some ta'aleem taking place, some tilawat everybody is making. Zikr can be done individually, collectively will be even better. And then some collective dua. Now how much of noor, how much of light this will bring in that home? How much it will transform that house into a home? Then there's time to engage with one another. Very often, we are, too, we are too tired, so we've got no time for our children. So now they are pining for the time for the father, but he's too busy. That wife doesn't have the time from the husband. So now each one is looking to occupy themselves with their own thing. As a result, sometimes each one is occupying themselves with things that are tremendously harmful. The home is broken because of this. Because everybody is totally occupied with their own things. And then, especially in this time and age, the screen addiction. That while a person walks in the home, he's walking with his phone on, he's not busy on his phone, and he's eating, he's busy on his phone, he's having his tea, he's busy on his phone, and then when somebody is talking to him also, he's still busy on his phone. So this has taken up the time of everything. So there's a need to create self-free time in our homes. Certain times, it is a self-free time. Eating time, the phone is out of the question. Certain parts of the home, the living room, the dining room, are self-free zones. We need to create this. Because unfortunately this has become a pandemic. It's destroying families, destroying lives, destroying homes. 
So unfortunately these things have come into the whole system of life, the screen addiction. So there's no time for family time. There's no time to bond with one another. And those who are craving the time, craving the attention, they don't get it. So now they look for it somewhere else. The children are looking for it in things that are going to be destroying them. Allah forbid, many a spouse went to look for that attention in the haram place. After repeatedly not getting it where they should have been getting it, they started going to look for it in a haram place. These are the tragic realities of life because of the way we are conducting ourselves. Whether it is one spouse or the other. So these are very simple. We started off by saying to make this place a maskan. One of the basic needs of insan is a maskan, a place of sukoon. How will this home become a place of sukoon? By bringing alive the way of Rasulullah These were some simple aspects, many many other issues. Time has run out, but inshallah Allah Ta'ala just talking on some other occasion we may discuss that. The very simple thing, again, bringing deen alive. Bringing the sunnah of Rasulullah alive, that will bring that nur, that will transform this house into a home. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah.